So, babe, would you say that we've grown well together? What's it been? What, 15, 16? Since 2005. So, 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, we've grown. We definitely grown. I said, well. Yeah, absolutely. Together. Much better. Yeah. If you Much think about better. where we where I was specifically, like just on communication alone mm-hmm. and letting things go, yes. Have I made any like drastic or like changes or growth like that, like you did there, would you say? Or was I already like pretty perfect? I mean, you were beyond perfect when I met you. I was like, I I aspire to be as perfect as her. Um <laughs> No, you have you have made changes of like your tone. You try to watch your tone. You try to watch mm-hmm. your facial features because you oh, know yeah, how that does. Your face says it all. My, I, do I have a better handle on my face now? You're still working on it. It's a work in progress, but it is better than <laughs> what it was once. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't know that my face went bad until Woo. it was too late. Everyone's already offended. Woo, girl, you got <laughs> You have facial features that are that are features. Not features. Expressions. Yeah, facial expressions that would cut a pizza. <laughs> Fresh out the oven. <laughs> Chop a man down at the knees. Ugh. I'm sorry. I feel for you, bro. Um, welcome back for more to the story. Yeah, we back in it whole. <laughs> I'm Farron Moore. I'm to hear more. You know what's going on. Um, and I'm so excited. So You're so excited? I'm so excited. It doesn't sound like Not- it. We, it said monotone voice that's that you do. That's just how I sound, though. That's how you sound at work. Okay, we're not at work. We're, I mean, we're working, but it's like this True. is fun work. So just, True. but I am like, don't listen to my tone. Like my insides are like just bubbling over, <laughs> bubbling over. They're just like <laughs> with excitement. <laughs> there it is see yeah that was the sound that's better that was accurate as fuck um (laughs) so that you were talking about uh relationship growth Mm -hmm. growing together all that good stuff especially with the terrible beginnings of the marital union it was terrible not just not i'm just not words i'm not talking about (laughs) i'm not talking about us i'm just talking about marriage as a union right period in history had a terrible beginning yeah and so it's crazy that people are still signing up for this shit marriage is is stupid how you making it work yeah like okay it's kind of hindsight's 2020 and it's kind of like why did you do this yeah but then now that you're in it and it's not even about the person. It's just about what it means the as a whole. yeah. Right. It's like, why did I do it? And now that I'm in it, how do I make it work? You know what's crazy? I was on, uh, whose podcast was I on? Uh, we were talking about marriage. Uh, I can't was remember. Keon's? Was it Keon's? No. I can't remember whose it was, but I was like, yo, marriage is stupid as fuck. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's. Oh uh, no! It was that uh, that focus group I did. I was the oh. focus group I was telling you about it, and I was like, "Yo, the institution and what it like, what it was meant to be is dumb as fuck." What like it's supposed to represent all absolutely all, all of that. Like the fact that you're you're picking a person to say, "I want to spend the rest of my life with you, for better or for worse, you are it," and you do this type of shit in your twenties, 
and you don't realize that you are constantly changing. Like, I don't even like the same food, the same pizza toppings from my 20s that I do now. And and also, on the other side of that, it's like you having the audacity to ask somebody else to sign on to be with you through all of your changes And just deal with it. Just yes. stay along for the fucking ride. Like, Yo, I that's it's it's <laughs> crazy. It, it's it is, but that's what love would do. Love, I, I always say it. Love is enough to get married, but it's not enough to stay just married. Right. You have to you work have to at want that to shit, be there. and you have to want to do it. It's like work, it, not in the sense of it becomes more instead of an emotional attachment it becomes more logical it's yeah. like i am choosing to be here like yeah. that very sad poem that uh janet jackson did and uh for colored girls yeah she was i don't like, remember I that. loved you i didn't okay. think so but she was like i loved you on purpose i was with you on purpose right. and she was like you know she very strong um very strong-headed very independent woman yeah who did not by any means feel like she needed a, a companion he felt like she needed a partner she wasn't trying to have kids so she was with him because she logically like she chose to she, she made it she made, she made the, the decision. decision to be there absolutely so and that's what it becomes it's like mm-hmm. my emotional attachment is is not what's keeping me here it's me i'm choosing to do this You find out a lot about a person, too, when you're married to them. I I feel like you find out sometimes more than when you're in a relationship. Um, I don't know if it's, like, the more carefreeness. I mean, care, yeah, carefreeness or, like, you just, you get, you get, older or you get tired of trying to hide your insecurities or inhibitions or what your shortcomings whatever it may be but like you learn a, per- a lot about a person too i feel more in the marriage than you do in a relationship the relationship should show you all the red flags that maybe you need to explore and address before you get married but like it, it's different with marriage like even mm-hmm. even for us like i i don't i don't like kids uh particularly like i, I, I don't i don't i don't think they're cool uh, a lot of times I think they're shit. Like, a lot of people have shit kids, and they want to bring them over your house. Be like, yeah, it's my and kid. And they're sticky, and yeah. they're touching they're, shit. They touching shit. They ain't got no home training. Because everybody raised their kids differently. Everybody runs their household differently. You know, so I try to be very vocal about not liking kids. So when people bring them over to the place, they know, like, hey, y'all sit y'all ass down because he's liable to kick you. Like, I'll kick the kid. <laughs> I'll kick the shit out of the kid. And, and, and fam, when we first got together, I, was, I used to talk about how much I don't like kids. And I think she thought it was like, just like you know, somewhat of a, a farce or is it a long running yeah, joke. Yeah, I thought it was like a, a stage thing. Yeah, like, I thought yeah, it was a he's stage thing. that out there. And then like one day, I think she heard me talking about it in depth. How much I think kids are just horrible people existing on Earth, taking up space. And she looked at me and the look I had never seen her give me before. She was like, "If I had known you felt this strongly about kids, I don't know if we would have got married." And it was in that moment that I knew that we had got to a different level of real because she had never ever said anything like this. But I guess maybe in that moment I had never gone that much in depth about how much I despise kids. And it's, it is a thing. I, the idea of kids, the, uh, the sacrifices that you have to make, you know, and, and being just your a te- own personal experience. My, 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 my personal experience is 70%. A lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, my, my personal experience fucked up 70% of why I don't yeah. like kids. Mm-hmm. Like the whole getting a kid, being with a kid for four years and finding out he's not your kid. That fucked up 
uh, most of it, right? But then that's also the aspect of like the sacrifices that that come with kids. Like, but on the flip side of that, one day I was thinking about all the sacrifices that you have to make, like putting dreams on hold, uh, taking jobs that you don't want to just because you have to pay bills, staying up late, helping the child with homework. Um, staying in an abusive relationship or or whether it's mentally, emotionally, or physically for the sake of the kids. All the things that you sacrifice for a kid, um, like, I, I, that shit just made me feel some type of way. But I also, on the flip side, thought about all that my mom did because she did each one of those things. Like, my mom had such big plans, and then she got pregnant with me and had to take a job she didn't want, and then she got in a relationship. It was very abusive, physically abusive, and she stayed there because the relationship, even though it was abusive, it, provide, it provided stability, like living and dwelling, that type of thing. So I thought about all the stuff that my mom did for me, and, and one day I just I cried about how much I, I, I realized she sacrificed, and I called her and just told her how much I love her. So it strengthened our bond in that moment, but I also think about, like like I said, the sacrifices of not – now you your child is first born, you're not going anywhere, especially like someone like us, like we got a kid now, like we don't have family out here, so we're not going anywhere for a year and a half to two years because you're not trusting nobody with your newborn baby like that. Right. So that but, part, like no concerts, no traveling, no vacation, no camping, no <laughs> movies, all that like because I, I my one of my biggest and, pet peeves is people coming to the movies with their newborn babies. Like, why the fuck did you bring a baby in here? That's like bringing your dog to Target. That dog don't know what the fuck is going on. There's too many people. It's too loud. They don't want to be here. It's the same thing with the movies with a baby. Get that punk-ass, fuck-ass baby. baby the fuck up out of here. And what's, what's crazy, because I, I never felt the pressure or the need to have another kid. So it wasn't like I, I understood your energy, your feelings towards kids, because... I'm not a baby person. Yeah. I when I hold a baby now, I look awkward as fuck. I don't know what to do with this. My kid's 15. <laughs> like don't trust me for long. Like this it's going to fall. It's going to It's going to fall. <laughs> I but coming into the relationship with such a young kid that sometimes we had to put our plans on hold or it was like just this you pouting because you want to go and I'm like well we don't have a babysitter so fuck it nigga just go mm. and I'll stay home and that was like that was causing so many rifts so you saying us experiencing that on top of you saying oh I hate kids was like a, a double punch mm -hmm. you know yeah so um I mean obviously we got past it and yeah. thank god for you know kids can want I mean the, the plus side is that she's old enough to stay at home on her own now. Yeah. So, um, but it was the the first few years where, because you didn't, you know, anything you wanted to do, you went from anything you wanted to do, you just fucking went to having to consider, do I want to go and do we have a babysitter? Yeah. Like, to have to pause. So, I had to really think about your side of the situation and, you know, how you felt coming from only being concerned about you to being concerned about two whole other people. And yeah. now, now I throw a fucking dog in the mix, right? It's not like a cat where you can leave food and the cat's smart enough to ration out his food for, you know, a couple of days. Now we got the dog who is fucking helpless, who don't know how to shit. <laughs> Nowhere so but on the carpet though. or pee on the carpet. He's and now so we got to find cute. somebody to watch this fucking dog. <laughs> now this is a kid that will never move <laughs> out. He's so cute. He's not. He's not. He's not that cute. He's not that cute. When he looks up at those eyes. <laughs> He's so cute. He's so fucking. You see cute. what I got to deal with, Cam? You see what I got to deal with? He 
Fuck kids. So Fuck cute. pets. It's sometimes where like I don't see him or because he's the kid's dog. Mm-hmm. So it's like I just am completely detached from his existence for a few days. And then once I catch a glimpse of him, it's like, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I catch a glimpse of I was like, little fucker peed on the carpet the first day in a new place. Oh my We've been God. in the place for almost a month, and I still have not forgiven him for that. I don't interact he, with this dog at all. He's a dog. He's a baby. He's not a baby. See, that's no, what Farron does. No, Farron says he's dog, a baby. No, this dog up, is seven up, years old, dogs which have is the, 35. Even full-grown dogs have the mentality of like a two a two-year-old for their entire lives. So they're babies all the time. He will never not be a baby. Police dogs have the mentality of a six-year-old of racist a... white man. <laughs> so I don't know how that works, but, you know, I guess German Shepherds are different. Oh, my God. How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do we need to pause for you to check and make sure it's still on? Because no. we don't have Brendan in here to give us a nod or anything. I don't, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's good. Yeah. Yeah, just keep going. So, um... Anyway, so just a little history on the origin of marriage, then we're going to speed right past it. So marriage mm-hmm. in its, I guess, today sense has been ar- around for over 4,000 years. And its sole purpose was just to have kids. like Just to procreate. Just, yes. And um, <laughs> when and a woman was always like, she was seen as a a man's property. She was, her dad gave her away to Mm -hmm. another man. And that was like, in its literal sense, this is mine. I'm giving it to you. (laughs) That was a literal sense. And um, in ancient Greece, men used to actually say, like the dad would say to the, to the man, Uh I pledge my daughter for the purpose of producing legitimate offspring. Wow. Like it was that. That's very transactional. Exactly. So, um That feels like sex slavery. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I mean, but if you think about it in the color purple, mm-hmm. um, when Mr. what was his real name? Albert came by to get he wanted Nettie, but he was given Celie, but he was like, No, you cannot have this one. You can have that one. She's been soiled twice. She had been pregnant twice right. by the time he came around. But it's like, I'll give you that one. He and he was basically like, I just need a woman here to take care of the kids and keep the house clean. Right. Like that was it. It's crazy. So, um, yeah, it was very just sad and transactional oh and in some cultures um if a woman failed to to have kids Mm -hmm. he could legally give her back oh shit so now she's tainted and she'll never fucking get married again right because the only reason i'm marrying you is to for you to have kids and now i know that you can't but the thing is Sometimes that's the man's fault, and you've just ruined my reputation right. and my chances of getting married because you, you run are the one shooting blanks. blanks man. <laughs> I've yes. been killing clouds and shit. You ain't hitting nothing. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's weak as fuck. Yes. I give them back. That sounds. Give, that sounds. He could so legally bad. give them back and marry someone else. Like there was no whole divorce proceeding thing. It was just like this one's broke. Take that's it back. Crazy. Um. Yeah. So. Damn. So hey, humans be fucked up, bro. Humans, we, we've come up with some fucked up <laughs> yeah. shit, bro. So, and women 
didn't get any respect in marriage until um, the first century. Mm-hmm. This is the one good thing that came out of religion coming down. The uh, One of the good things. I'm sure there's more. I haven't found them yet. Um, Roman Catholic Church <laughs> started, um, basically made it law, I guess, in a way, since church and state was uh, all mixed up back then. Uh-huh. Um Men had to show greater respect and forbidden from divorcing. So it's like now, regardless of what's going on, mm-hmm. you have to like this is this is your person. Right. You can't just be out here all crazy like up. Oh, this one's broken. I need a new one. Mm. Um, and also um, teaching them to stay faithful, like forcing men to stay faithful with the mindset that their bodies belong to each other. Right. So that's that's good um the concept of marriage is actually it was actually invented by the french really did not know that uh which i mean why would i because yeah. i've never bothered looking this up i probably should have before i signed away my life but <laughs> <laughs> too late now <laughs> um gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I moved her ass out here where it was too expensive for her to make it on her own. It's like, we got to stick it out. <laughs> How you like that? <laughs> Trapped her without the baby. <laughs> All facts. No, my. I mean, in real talk, though, like, I couldn't, I wouldn't have been able to make it out here on my own, but I could have just as easily just gone back to Illinois. Yeah, but I mean... If I was gonna tap out, yeah. cause you know Val would have been here in a heartbeat, helping oh, pack man. up shit. <laughs> her mama would have came. Her mama loves she me to life. Still would, but I at this time, like, yeah. At any point, she'd be like, "This is over. I need help packing up." Oh, baby, I'm on the first thing smoking. Yes, she, she would, would be, be here. In, in addition to being on her way here, she's sending me money mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to get our girl run. I'm going to make that pack up uncomfortable. I'm going to just be sitting on the top of the stairs with, with my dig out. <laughs> Every time y'all take a box by me, you just got to see it. <laughs> I might paint it red just to draw more attention to it. Hey, 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 you hey, just, red light, you, green light. You hit Real the light. line, and then it's like you see it, and you cross oh, it Oh, I purpose. see that motherfucking line when I'm going 90 miles an hour. It's too late for me to stop. It's not. You always have time. Um, so with marriages like <laughs> fucked up beginning, it's like, okay, now I'm in it. How you make it work? Mm-hmm. And you hear people say, oh, you got to grow together, grow together. Well, what the hell does that mean? Um, and I found, what is this? On lifehack.org. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 11 tips that help couples keep growing in a relationship. You know <laughs> I, you know, I love them because they're always so bad. These things are never written by people <laughs> who I feel are like real people. I feel like these are always by people who want to just be so PC. Um, you and your partner need to like, nah, sometimes you're going to be mad as fuck that young lady. Yes. Right. You might need to take a moment or even get a room to yourself and do whatever. But you have to remember why you got in it. And like do they whatever. Just say, what does whatever consist of? No, I'm saying like get a room and like stay overnight. That's what I mean. Like, I didn't oh. mean like do whatever. I mean like do whatever you need to I'm take just to saying, cool off. Clarify of that. yourself. Do whatever you need to do to cool off for of that night. You know what I'm saying? Take it. Take a couple hours or take the night is what I'm talking. Sorry, yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Like take a, take some some breathers and whatever. Yeah, that's what I meant. And you know me, I'm I was not about the the breather. I was all about no. 
this came up right now. We finna hash it out right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I respect the breather now. Um, so this one is so crazy. The subject, this, this is how bad you know it is. The subject says 11 tips, but mm-hmm. the first <laughs> sentence is, here are 10 thoughts. They tapped out. <laughs> but it says um, you don't have to settle and uh, you can grow your relationship and make it something that continually enhances your life, which I thought I was like, oh, that's good. But mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just so broad. Like you said, so PC, yes. keeping it so freaking yes. safe. But I do like from that though. I got what we always said about us um, making it, making it, own. yeah, making yeah. it your own. Your experience is what you make it because you had such a terrible, from mm-hmm. my opinion, a terrible view of what marriage was mm-hmm. that I was like, if I thought marriage was what you thought it was, I would have never fucking got married. Listen. I used why, to say, I like literally ask you, why did you do this? <laughs> if that's what you say, thought it was. Happy wife, happy life, right? Oh, and she that hated that. I still hate it. She hated. She be like, "We want to do this." I'm like, "I don't care." Happy wife, happy life. And that was just my answer to like, this is back before I knew how to like. I was better at communicating. So like, if I didn't like what she said, I would just go with it just to keep the stress and the strife down. I didn't feel like talking about it. I didn't feel like voicing my opinion. I'm but just like all the while just breeding resentment. Yeah, because I didn't know how to tell her. Like, I don't, I'm one of those people. Like, when you love somebody, you hate telling them no, right? Like that's that's part of my loyal to a fault. Like faulting that's that's it like i don't know how to like no nah, i ain't really really fuck with that right there because i just want to be like i don't want them to be mad or resent me so i would just i will take all the grunt and i won't voice my opinion i just be like fuck it yeah all right, let's do that it was like yeah i don't want to i don't want and now i feel a lot more comfortable like um i think a couple couple of days a couple of weeks ago she was like hey i need to run to target you want to go with me i'm like no nah, I'm, I'm straight i just want to kind of sit here she was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll be back in a minute. And that's all it hooked. Like, a lot of experiences in the past literally just took me voicing my opinion and being honest. But I was, like, fearful of, like, making her upset or, or making her mad. And then now we got to deal with this this bad energy because. I love going to Target unsupervised. <laughs> I know. Like, I definitely I need to go with her. I lose my fucking mind. She literally does. <laughs> I'm like, why the, why the fuck do we need this baby crib? She's like, it was on sale. It was in the clearance. Well, I'm sure we're going to have a friend who has a baby, and we could just be like the, the the ballers at the baby shower, like, hey, we bought you a whole fucking crib. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the shit was bought 10 years ago, and it got GMO and the bad plastic and all right, that BPA shit in it. and all that <laughs> shit. Did you say GMO? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know know anything happened. I see. I don't know baby things. He doesn't know things. I don't know things. <laughs> Thinking is hard. <laughs> Trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, so <laughs> this is one. Okay. The second one is actually one that got me because I used to feel like um arguments like where the end of the world is just this is just the first we're going to be able to pinpoint this was the start of the problem Mm -hmm. this argument right here and it's like arguing is actually good it's how you argue Mm. and so i feel like we both have made like big changes in how god how 
we how we handle this uh, disagreements mm-hmm. because me i'm a very shoot first ask questions later person i'm very confrontational oh and i'm like God. we about to talk about this now and i don't care if you were asleep mm-hmm. motherfucker wake up like and i'm talking all reckless like i just and it's so crazy because even then even at the worst with you i was what was that face no, I was I was listening. Oh, okay. I thought you were making a face. Um, even at the worst with you, I still wasn't as bad as I had been in relationships where I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So I, it's I like, like it could have legit been worse. Yeah. But this is like And I don't know if that was a, out of a respect thing or a love thing or a, I like cared the, about the outcome of our relationship. Okay. Yeah. So you I fought different or I argued different because I cared about the outcome, but it was still like it wasn't uh, it wasn't enough. I was still going too far, and I didn't realize it yeah. until we talked more and more about it. Mm-hmm. But in relation, I mean, in relationships, I didn't give a fuck. I mean, niggas have been bitches. Like I don't care. We are let me tell we're y'all, doing let me everything tell, except throwing hands. Let me tell y'all something. And I've though. also done that. Like <laughs> early on, I was like, "Hey, listen, just two things." I was like, uh, I, f- "I forgot what one of the things about, like, but don't don't call me a bitch." Like I, I, that's one thing I don't play about. Like mm-hmm. I don't like, you know, for certain people that ain't in my immediate circle, I don't care. I don't care what you say. You can say whatever you want for the most part. I don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna give it no energy. But like people who I'm, 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 I, I consider family. I would lay down my life for. If you call me a bitch or a bitch ass nigga or some shit like that, like it's it's gonna be very hard to come back from that. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was like it's a respect thing. Like because most of the people that are super close to me know the shit that I've done. They know the shit I'm capable of, and they know that I'm that's not my character. And, all. and I know some people are like, oh, it's just a word. You shouldn't let give me that much power. Well, here's the thing. Like, where I'm from, that's that's a very disrespectful word. Like, even in jail. Like, if you call somebody a bitch in jail, you've basically, like, basically told the whole jail, I just, I just, I own him now. He's my bitch. And that's just nothing, that's something I've never really played with. I take that word very seriously. And that's the only thing I was like, yo, just don't ever disrespect me and call me a bitch. And that, other than that, we good. I I take a whole lot of punk ass nigga, fuck ass nigga, old suck ass. I take all that. I'll be all that. I'll be all that. But bitch, but I've never even come nah, we to never, you yeah. like that. We've yeah. never disrespected. I think in the fifteen years that we've known each other, we had one argument a couple years ago where I raised my voice and I walked out and slammed the door. But I've never put my hands in her never. face. I've never grabbed her. None of like that's that's not I, one. I don't like arguing. It's not my character. I don't like raising my voice. To make a point, I feel like we can be able to have a conversation um, and communicate effectively without me, like, you know, doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, I get tempers rise and emotions are fueling it and all that type of stuff, and the voices might rise. But for the most part, I try to remain calm because I don't want to escalate the situation. I know when I go there, I fucking go there. So I've always tried to refrain from that. Um, and I think, like, a couple years ago, it was the one time, like, we got into it and we were in the bedroom. And I forgot what we were getting into it about, but I, I think I was like, that's not what the fuck I'm saying or something like that. And then I walked out, slammed the door, and I walked out and drove away. But that was the only time. But, like, even with that, like, again, I'm not close to her. Like, we weren't – I was at the door. She was on the bed, and that's how I went. But it's never been no thing where I'm going to blatantly disrespect her or no shit like that. Just, that's just not who I am. I'm not right. cut on that cloth. But also on the adverse side, like, tiptoeing around shit, too, because I realized, like, in my – in my effort to not be this like you know in your face person Mm -hmm. or saying anything disrespectful i would 
sugarcoat stuff and dance around it and then be like, we already talked about this. Why is this coming up again? It's like because your point wasn't across because you weren't direct. You can be direct without being a bitch. Mm -hmm. And that was like I didn't know the two. And now it's like I know how to say exactly what I want to say and get my point across. And sometimes I have to acknowledge the fact that it's okay to have to say it multiple times. Because that used to frustrate me, too. It's like, I already talked about that. I ain't talking about it again. It's like, no, you need to. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes a person's in a more receptive space than they were before. It's okay mm -hmm. to, re to repeat yourself. And, and that is, that's true. I know a lot of times in relationships, like, oh, we already talked about that. I ain't finna bring that shit up again. It makes perfect sense to feel that way because I, I hate repeating myself. Mm -hmm. But what you just said right there is such a word because, you know, take me 10 years ago when I'm not comfortable communicating, expressing myself. Like, like, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but like, I didn't know what to do to comfort her when she was sad and we got into it. Like, yes. I didn't, like, she would be crying and I just could not do this. He, he would stay, if he was standing across the room, he would stay there. And I, was, I would literally have to be like, so this is when you come over and tell me everything is going to be okay, unless, of course, things are not going to be okay. Then say that. Like, yeah. I was incapable of it. I didn't know it because I had never experienced that type of comfort or that type of love of that type of intimacy. I didn't know. So I was incapable mm -hmm. of displaying it to her, to explain, d displaying it to our daughter. Like, I, I just didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So take me 10 years ago. At that point, you're trying to have a conversation with me about something. I'm just like, I'm not receptive to her or I can't embrace it because it's so foreign to me. But take me now when I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm right. sorry. I didn't realize that I did that. I'm sorry. I'm going to work on that to make sure that, have, that doesn't happen again. Right, right. Okay. And this one I like, and I actually have um, this is on the topic list, apologizing. Being okay with apologizing. Because you hear all the time, like, women don't know how to apologize and all yeah. that. And I re still remember, like, my very first, like, legit apology um to you after we you know started living together and and everything it was some something with the kid <laughs> i can't even remember what the details were not that it's super important but it was something yeah. with the kid and i expected you to respond one way but you you didn't that that's not who you were that's who i was mm -hmm. and um and i came to you about it and then i realized like yo he's like Yes, we, we do not use the term step parent or stepfather or step kid. Like we don't use that. But that's you are very new to this role and you popped in into something that's already been established between me and her. Mm -hmm. So of course there's going to be something. I was like there's so no and I had to apologize to you for coming at you that way about how you dealt with her. When um she called you and I told her that the phone was only for emergencies and I made her write. I would not use the phone. I would not call the phone or something like that. Was like it that? I think it was that. Cause I had to leave that day too. You was like, well you leave, I'll be right home. Something like that. Mm -hmm. When you got home, she was still writing and she was crying. No, because I remember, um, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, we were, uni we were a united front. Yeah. That, but then we talked about it later. Yeah. And I felt like, I think, I think it might've been that. Cause we haven't had too many of those. Right. Stories, but, right. But yeah. I have no problem when I'm, wrong and have cooled off and all that you know i will wholeheartedly apologize to you because and i've you know i joked with you about it but i i mean it like you're right a lot for a man <laughs> 
I'll tell you. And um, so it's like, you know what? I did not think of it from any point of view other than my own. And you're right. And I am sorry. I am wrong. And it's, yeah. But it's, she, she, she be right a lot, too. Don't, I, I don't ever want to discredit Farron's logic, thinking, behavior, or know, anything that like that. goes without saying. In this moment right here, totally wrong. You see that? You see what I was trying to do? I was trying to big her up, trying to lift the queen up on high. You see what she did? Wrong. Wrong in that moment. Uh, it's okay. So, oh, man. Um, <laughs> um, check-ins. Like, actually, re- this list was not terrible, but mm-hmm. it just it just didn't seem when they broke out what they're like, what they were saying. Like this is make time to talk about your relationship. But when they broke it out, mm-hmm. it just wasn't explained well. And I had to like use I had to use my own words because I'm like that. That doesn't explain if anybody reads this, they're going to be very disappointed. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um so, in my own words, check-ins, how we do our relationship check-ins. Yeah. Talk about what we, how we feel about it, where mm-hmm. we see it going, what we need, um, just all those things. Just making sure we're still on the same page. You good, I'm good. We realign, talk about our goals, whatever that is, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, that's important. All part of growing together. Yeah, check-ins are definitely important. Yes. Gives and you an opportunity and space to voice anything you may have been dealing with if you choose to do so. Like if you if somebody gives you the space to to, you know, air all your grievances out and you don't take advantage of it, you just choose to continue to hold on to it, which I used to do. Mm-hmm. Which I used to do, admittedly so. Uh then then that's your own fault. Mm-hmm. Like you have to put forth as much effort as you want your partner to exhibit. Yeah. So if you're expecting them to just figure out everything that's going on in your mind and you haven't told them anything, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, I like this one because it made me think about our um, Molly experience, uh, share small adventures. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. um, We definitely tried the Molly together. Yes. Uh, it was twice. Crazy. Twice, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the I don't I don't even wanna I'm still healing. Um, <laughs> you still healing for the Molly? Yes. Remember I crawled my dumb ass into a table. <laughs> oh man, on the second trip. Yeah, that second trip of Molly had Farron gone. She was walking around. That's when we had rented uh that Airbnb. <laughs> and we shouldn't say the area, just in case that person watches the thing, but we had rented an Airbnb and um yeah, we were having fun and she was act- I don't know, she had a cover on her head. It said she was, was invisible, <laughs> invisible, and then she was crawling on the ground, acting invisible, and she crawled right into a goddamn coffee table. Oh, sturdy wood table. Oh, real wood too. Head first, right Gluk. into it. I had the biggest fucking knot on my head. She's like a unicorn for the rest <laughs> of the trip. <laughs> but all I could say was, "It's okay, it's okay. Everybody act normal." <laughs> Luke, that's <laughs> oh my god! I'm pretty sure I was concussed too. Like it's I hit that possible. table hard as fuck. It's very possible she was already um, walling out. This is something uh, you taught me though: the schedule space for each other, mm. like space alone. Something you taught me, yeah. Um, because I did not understand that. Like I only thought. I mean. I just took the alone time as it happened where it rarely happened, mm-hmm. but just like, oh, wow, I'm in this room by myself. No one else is sitting here. Let me 
you know, mm-hmm. en- enjoy this. And then if someone happens to walk in or whatever, then whatever. It's just it just wasn't a, a big deal yeah. because, you know, and uh, I realized like you actually needed like scheduled time mm-hmm. to be just alone in your thoughts no you didn't want that chance of somebody walking in you didn't want to feel like you needed to entertain yeah someone and all of that and i didn't understand that until you forced me to experience it then it was like oh yeah i get it now mm-hmm. but actually and it took me a couple tries because the first time i was like i don't this know what i'm about to do this is weird yeah. This is awkward. I'm just going to take a lot of naps. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Don't know what to do with myself Yeah. Um, for this extended period. But now it's like. Now you go, you take some naps, you drink, you take yourself out to dinner, you go shopping by yourself, you go shopping on your own schedule. You don't have to rush to make sure the kid gets here or gets back home to do homework. I don't have anything to shoot. You can literally be on your own time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and and just I, as a parent, it just feels good to only have to think about, about you. you. See? And that's, uh, listen, this is something that I encourage relationships and marriages to do. Like, take some time for you because when you're married, especially during this quarantine, and like, <laughs> we were joking about, like, a lot of people were like, yeah, hey, I signed up for marriage, but I ain't signed up for 24-hour marriage. Like, I, it's every day of the week. It's like, it's like, but had you, like, been already making sure that you had some alone time, some you time to make sure that you are, like, it's very important to come together when you're married. Like, you know, you start adapting each other's beliefs and behaviors and things like that, but it's important not to lose you. Like, And spending some, time with friends is not alone time. We're yeah. talking time just to yourself. Just to not, yourself working not entertaining anyone it's just your time yes just relax and watching what you want to watch until you fall asleep wake up and finish watching it some more (laughs) like that is important i had to literally force her to do it like sometimes i would have to book her room but like this is where you're going this weekend because she would fight me on it tooth and nail but i'm like yo like you need this like she is always providing for somebody if not me the kid if not us the work then if not not work then her friends or the the gym or working on the. and she talks about me working all the time but never takes breaks like almost worse than me so I had to like damn it force her like yo you you gotta take some time for you. I don't need it. I mean I don't mind. As a, I, I hear you. I know you don't mind it, but you don't know what you've been missing because you you have not rewarded yourself the time to relax. You have not rewarded yourself the time to be alone. You don't have you have not rewarded yourself the ability to to just worry about yourself since you've had a kid for fifteen years. 15 years, damn near, you've been doing for at least one other person, if mm-hmm. not more. You have not taken any time. I and mean, it's very important to do that. Like, with everything closed right now, it's not as easy. But, like, I, I, I can't wait till I can send her to a spot. Like, I did that one year on tour. Um, oh, yeah. You sent me to that Korean spot. Yeah. All, and then we there all there, day. Yeah, I was there all day. <laughs> it just goes to show. Because if I had done it, I probably would have been there three, four hours max Mm -hmm. the way you space the treatments out i was there for like fucking eight hours yeah (laughs) yeah i was like why did he do it so long i'm just here 
But then I like was like, well, I'm just I'm stuck here. Yeah. So let me just embrace it. And I like grabbed a book that I ended up stealing from the spa. Mm-hmm. And I just a thief. took uh, took time to visit. Like they had a little ice room mm-hmm. and then a, some saunas. Like it was really nice. And yeah. they even had a cafe. So I grabbed something to eat. It was really nice to be forced to slow down like that because I maybe, maybe would have been there three or four hours. Yeah. Cause I would have this this treatment and massage, this treatment yep, yep. and been out the door. Yeah, no but, man. Yeah, you gotta take those dates for yourself, man. And I'm I'm want to talk. I'm just now learning to take personal time. Yeah, like my personal time was like I scrolling the internet, finding a video to make for the next day or the two days after that. I'm literally just learning how to do this and embrace it. And I, I realized how essential it was for me. So I like I had to share it with her. And she thought it was just like getting away from the family. You know, yeah, so I, I took to it hella personally. She did. She yeah. took it hella personal. Like, yeah. well, why do you need to do that? And like, Cause sometimes I would do it even on tour. And she was like, well, you've been gone every weekend. Why do you need time to yourself again? I'm like, well, I'm on tour with six to eight other people. I'm sharing a room with at least one other person. I'm in airplanes with multiple people. I'm performing for hundreds, if not thousands of people. I don't have any time to myself, except when I go to the bathroom. When I come here, I'm trying to engage and entertain you guys as well. I don't have a time to like literally turn off and not do, say, or think anything. And it took a minute for her to accept that because when your 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 partner, especially your spouse, tells you, "I want to get away from you," that's what you hear. Even mm-hmm. though they say, "Hey, that's I what need you some, hear. I need some personal time for me to make sure I'm okay and also to relax." What you're going to hear is, "I gotta get the fuck away from you and this punk ass kid, and, I, and do my own shit for a couple of days." And I also realized that I remember remember the first time you said that you know you needed to to get away, and it was like. I was on board for that one time, but mm-hmm. then it became like a regular thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when it like really hit that. I, I started taking it um, personally and re- it, it, it took me a minute to, you know, it took me a while to realize like it had nothing to do with me, mm-hmm. nothing to do with me. And, um, and I was, I only wanted you to do it when it was convenient for me. And I was like, well, that's not fair. So once I let all that go, and now it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'll see you on Sunday, nigga. <laughs> right. Okay, bye. Did you pack? <laughs> bye. So <laughs> it's it's gotten um, a, a lot better. That was one of our, I feel like that was one of our big pivots. You even feeling comfortable enough to tell me that's what you needed. Yeah. And then I, me getting to the point where realizing it's not about me. It was about what you needed and it was fine. And I'm going to be honest with you. It was not easy. That's another one of those things that was a, a difficult conversation. Because I even talked to friends, like even Kev. I'm going to put Kev out there. I talked to Kev. I was like, Kev, you should get a room for the weekend. And just be by yourself. He's like, oh, man, Melissa isn't going to go for that. He is. I was like, and I get that. A lot of people feel that way because they don't see the need for it. But somebody like Kev, in my opinion, needs it the most. He never stops. He's Well, actually, Kev probably stops more than I do because like, he will turn his phone off and go to sleep around 930. Me, I still got another show to do. I might have a show to do after that. You said that. he go to sleep around 930. Yeah, like for real, he'll go to sleep. But like, it's, it's important to make sure that you're okay. It's mm-hmm. important to make sure that you have a time where you don't have to have any responsibilities. If you can, 
You know what I'm saying? If you're a single parent, I get that. You might not have any family to watch the kids or something like that. But if you have the opportunity to get away, to unplug, to just relax for a weekend, uninterrupted, don't take all your work with you. You just go and relax. Take a bath. Just, like, for real, like, chill. Put a bath bomb. Fellas, don't feel no type of way. Get you a good-ass bath bomb. Get you a face mask. Get the love, the the feet Thing, you put your foot in there, it's like a glove. It makes your foot feel all smooth. Man, <laughs> treat yourself, bro. I'm telling you, you'll feel better afterwards. And yeah. it, it just, it just, it, it makes you appreciate the little time that you do have to yourself for that in that moment, man. And it's it's important. I really, yeah. I really feel like it's important. Absolutely. Um, and uh, another one was uh, diversity of relationships is also key. I don't know like, what that means. <laughs> having different, having friendships outside of, marriage like oh, we don't gotcha, have gotcha. the same necessarily the same friend circles we hang out with some of the same people yeah. but you also have your people that you mm-hmm. hang out and i have mine and that's you know also and that's one something thing we, that helps where, where we at with time can we have 44 minutes yeah. uh, we gotta push, push through this but that's yeah. very important because i remember when she first moved out here fam i like, had no one she had no one Right, and I'm like, yo, you gotta like, you gotta start embracing. Yes. I would introduce her to people all alone. I would introduce her to people, and she would never follow up. She didn't try to nurture those relationships, and I get it. Like, it's like I don't know these people. You you know these people, so it's more comfortable when we're all around and you try to build the relationships. But it's also like you have to try to make that effort too. And it was a uh, one of uh, Reach's events. Mm-hmm. We went to her house where you met Kendra, mm-hmm. and you just kind of kept in contact with Kendra. I met and that's, Kendra and Frida, I think. Yeah. Place. Yeah. So and that then that was the beginning, and now like like low key, Farron got probably more friends than me. Like I have a lot of like work relationships that are also friends, but like she have people that she go hyping with, just chilling with. They just go to the park and just sit down and talk and do just like shit you would see on Friends. <laughs> <laughs> They had Central Perk just having cups of coffee. Central Perk. <laughs> you said you didn't watch it. I no, knew I your ass was I lying. Just, I didn't say I didn't watch it. I just said one of my favorite shows. You're a lying ass liar who lies. But yeah, man, like that's, it's important to make sure you have that diversity in friends. I absolutely yes, agree with that. absolutely. So I, I feel like just doing, doing this research and stuff, I feel like we're in a good place we're, we're doing good yeah we're, we're doing, doing all right good. you know you you know that you're you feel fine you feel like you're good but it's always good to be validated yes you know it feels good so you know we out here we all here fam <laughs> so um yeah that's that's it that's the that's all that i wanted to share from that list because everything else is kind of stupid and <laughs> 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 there'll be a lot of stupid shit on these yes. lists man um yeah but you and your partner need to make sure you carve time out to crochet together. Bitch, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like we have to specifically crochet. Stop. But anyway, yeah. So thanks for um, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Again. Yeah, I'm man. Assume, uh, unless this is the first episode, then thanks for joining us. Right, this won't be the first one. We're going to start with something juicy. Ju- ooh. Yeah, this was good. This was one to like, you he know, like that. to keep it moving. And this is good for a relationship. This is one of the ladies are going to listen to. And they're going to be like, man, you got to listen to this one. They foolish, but they got a lot of good stuff in here, too. So yeah. this is going to be one of those. I definitely pick. You think so? Yeah. And shout out to the Patreon because I think it's still going. Yeah. I, this is you one sure of the you want to go get up and check it? No, nah, no. Nah, they there. I got faith. 
this third time's a chance. So shout out to Patreon. They're watching this too. If you guys want to see early episodes, you guys can join the Patreon. You guys will see one of the four episodes that we film throughout the show. Uh, I mean, throughout our filming, and you'll get exclusive access to that before it's doctored up and printed up. You see the rawness. The rawness. The rawness. Like that one? That mac and cheese? Rawness. That's got to be a segment. We got to figure out how to put that in a segment. Y'all ready for the rawness? Ew. <laughs> it's like the rawness, yes, it's so moist. <laughs> <laughs> you will not make that sound and say moist in the same Bet story. I do. <laughs> thank y'all for watching, man. We'll yes, see you next thank week. You. Uh, stay tuned for another episode more of. To more to the story. More to the story. Kevin's just waiting to cut us off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, we out. <laughs>